The Lord bless you, my brothers and my sisters. Go with me. Get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. Praise God tonight. Go with me to Romans chapter 14. Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7. And I would like to begin reading. I'm going to jump a little bit. Stay with me. And I'm going to start with verse 5. Romans chapter 7 and verse 5. Then I'm going to get 5 and 6. Then we'll move over to verse 14. Are you ready for the word? Are you ready for the word? Praise God tonight. For when we were in the flesh, the motions of sins, which were by the law, did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death. But now we are delivered from the law. That being dead, wherein we were held that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. Verse 14, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. Chapter 7 of Romans, verse 15, for that which I do I allow not, for what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Now, if I do that, that I would not, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find in a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. Last verse. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Will you repeat this thought? In repeating, it helps us to remember. Help me say the I problem. Come on, can you say it again? Say, the I problem. Now come on and take your seat and praise the Lord. Praise the Lord and then take your seat. 
I want to talk to you tonight, my brothers and my sisters, about the I problem. The I problem. Romans 7 and 14. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am flesh, sold into bondage to sin. We do honor the Lord tonight to us on Jesus and to you, my brothers and sisters. We thank God for each and every one of you that have been with us throughout this Bible. Those that have tuned in um, uh, through uh, online, through the uh, technology that we have afforded to you to connect with us. We praise God for you. We thank God for the Holy Ghost. We thank God for Jesus. Can you praise the Lord? Thank God for Jesus. Every once in a while, you, you can come to a verse that really grabs you, kind of shakes you up. And this text tonight, we are in our consecration, our 30-day consecration. Amen. Our getting together in corporate prayer at 6 in the morning. And uh, at noon, going into your own prayer closet, wherever you're at at that time, you enter into your prayer closet and pray. And then meeting us back at 6 o'clock in the evening, praying for 30 days, fasting and praying. And the revival was just to start us out of this 30-day consecration. When you look at Romans chapter 7, this is the, it looks like that Paul has a I problem. Not the E-Y-E problem, the I problem. We read this passage and uh, I want you to take note how many times that Paul uses the word I. And I don't think there's another passage in the whole in the entire Bible with the word I. I used so many times in verse in verses 14 through 25, I is used 24 times. And when you add the times Paul uses me, my, or myself, it is another 13 times. That comes to a total of 37 times in these 12 verses that the Apostle Paul refers to himself in this one passage. My brothers and sisters, we need to really to look at and see and try to extract to whom Paul is referring to. When he uses a first person term, is Paul speaking of himself as a believer? Or is he referring to his past when he was an un? believer. Romans chapter 7, the first 13 verses, Paul describing his life as an unbeliever. He is still speaking in this manner, or is he speaking 
as the current state as a believer. I believe the text shows that Paul is speaking right now as a believer and not an unbeliever. Paul begins, he says, uh, um, in verse 14, for we know that the law is spiritual. Paul states that the principle is common knowledge. What he looks at, the principle of that statement, it is common knowledge. Hmm? This is not a new teaching or something that they, uh, the, the, the Romans writing to the saints at Rome did not know. And they knew the civil law. It was used by the Jews to govern their society in the promised land. They knew the law. So the book of Romans was written to the believers in Rome, where we know Caesar and the Roman Senate was governing the Roman Empire. So the civil law was not really applicable to the Jews in Roman Paul's day, but he is referring to the moral law. And he says, and he talks about it, and he knows that it is spiritual. In other words, the moral law remains useful even today as we speak. Paul, we can identify with the Apostle Paul. Paul talks about, I am, but I am of flesh. Sold into bondage to sin in verse 14. Paul's referring to himself as a mature believer. Hmm? He's matured in the Lord. He has did his, served his time and, and grew and laid before God. Paul is referring to himself, praise God, as a mature believer in Christ Jesus. My brothers and sisters, however you begin is not the way that you are going to end. The Bible says, come as you are. Is, am I in the book? But you will not stay the way you are. Come as you are, but I guarantee you will not stay as you are because there is some maturity in God. God wants us to grow. Because when we grow, we mature. When we mature, we're able to produce fruit. So holler at somebody, tell them, that's why God wants you to grow. That's why God wants you to mature. Because he wants us to bring forth fruit. Yes, Paul uses and uh, he brings forth to us. And look at what he tells us through his scripture that a lot of us don't want to identify with. Paul tells about his present struggle with sin in the very same struggles that you and I face today. My brothers and sisters, we face sin every day. Huh? I don't care how saved you are. I don't care how long your dress is. Hmm? I don't care what you got on. Praise God. I don't care how much you 
jump and shout and holler and speak in tongue as the Spirit of God gives utterance, you're still going to face sin. As long as we are in this world, we are, will be attacked by the enemy. And the Bible said, don't think it's such a strange thing. Um, concerning the fiery trials. Anybody have some fiery trials? Praise God. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor to neighbor the reason why they come so quick against you. Because you was picked out to be picked on. But tell them that, but I am a wounded healer. Come on, shout back at me again. Say, I am a wounded healer. Now come on and praise God. Come on and praise God. Paul is telling us about his present struggle with sin that we struggle with. This struggle with sin does not mean that we are lost. It really indicates that the struggle is a confirmation that we are saved. My brother and sister, if you don't go through anything, if you're not being tried, amen, you can't be saved. Hmm? Saved folk go through stuff. Saved folk have troubles. Huh? Saved folk face Amen. The enemy every day. Huh? Yes, yes. You will suffer when you're saved. But the struggle with sin in our lives, it really, praise God, allows us to really see more of God. If you, do, if you never had a trouble or some problem, well, you, wouldn't, you would not know that God is a deliverer. Huh? If you've never been sick, you would never know that God is not a healer. You have to go through something so you can find out who really God is. Now, I wonder if I would ask you a question, I would say it like this. Or if God would ask you the question, what day do you want the enemy to attack you? What day of the week do you want the enemy to attack you? I wonder... What days would be put forth? You, you might say, well, Lord, I don't want to be attacked on Monday because I'm tired. Wait until Wednesday to attack me because then I got me some strength. Then you may say, well, can I postpone it until next month because I got a busy schedule this month. If you had to pick the day and time to be attacked, I wonder what day you would pick. But tell your neighbor, neighbor that's not your choice. Because many are the afflictions of the righteous. Oh, my many, many, many. Day in and day out. If you're not being tried, if you're not being hit, if you're not being tested, you can't be saved. My brother and sister, when you get saved, that means you've been saved from something. Somebody shout back at me. Secondly, a believer, when you really love God, you have a love for the scripture, huh? And you hate sin. You hate sin. Only a believer that has a deep love for the Bible and the scriptures have a deep hatred for personal sin. When you love God's word, you hate sin. Huh? When you really love the scripture, you hate sin. Paul, Paul says, Paul writes and says, listen, I'm doing the very thing that I hate in verse 15. That is not the way that 
an unbeliever talks. But how, as a believer, does Paul talk like this? He lets us know about the law. He writes, you know, I practice the very thing I do not want. Paul has had a change of heart. Paul has been changed. Huh? And brethren, my brothers and sisters, living saved is on a daily basis. We are striving for perfection. Now, I know, I know, praise God, that we really messed that word uh, perfection up. You look at the word perfection like um, you're not going to have no down days. Huh? Things won't attack you. But listen, my brothers and sisters, if Jesus went through and was tempted of the devil, what about you and I? Huh? If, if the devil talked to Jesus, he's going to talk to you and I. If the devil tried to get Jesus off of his game, he's going to try it with you. Huh? The Bible lets us know, amen, when Satan was cast out of heaven, he was cast out of heaven with the multitude of his merchandise. My brothers and sisters, when you have merchandise, all you're looking for is a consumer. You're looking for somebody to buy your merchandise. And Satan is looking for somebody to buy his merchandise. And his merchandise is sin. Huh? He's looking. Paul goes on to state in verse 22. Huh? He talks about the believer having a deep love for the scriptures. Huh? And then he talks about giving thanks to God for deliverance. My brothers and sisters, praise God. When we look at deliverance, huh? God promised us to deliver. And since God promises to deliver, now watch this. Since God promised to deliver us out of them all. Why? There have no temptation taken man. But such is common to man. You cannot be tempted in something that you're unaware of. You can only be tempted in what you've already been. Where you've been at. What you've done. And that's why the enemy constantly is trying to pull you back to your old nature. But when you get saved, first of all, how do you get saved? You got to be sick of sin. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, the only way you can get saved is you got to be sick of sin. Until you get sick of sin, you won't get saved. Come on, somebody, talk back to me. Until you get sick of it, you won't get saved. Don't tell me it's hard. Don't tell me, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling so that I just don't know how to make it. No, make up your mind. Choose you this day who you going to serve, huh? You got to make up your mind. You keep, you keep telling me, oh, it's hard. How hard is it? The more you talk about how hard it is, the harder it is. Let, let me help you out. How many of you have been so tired that you didn't feel like getting about, getting about the bed and going to work? How many times have you set your alarm? And most of y'all got a snooze on that. Is that right? The alarm goes off. You said it. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, you said it. So when the alarm goes off because you said it, aren't you supposed to get up? Tell your neighbor, neighbor, you said it. You said it so you can get up. So then why do you keep laying there? You set the alarm 
So you hit the snooze. You know what that snooze means? I, 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 just, I, just need, I just need me a little more time. You know what that snooze means? I just need me a little more Jesus. Well, praise God. You hit the snooze. And the more you hit the snooze, the longer you stay in the bed. Huh? That means sometimes you got to fight yourself to get up. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, in this life of holiness, you got to fight to get up and fight to stay up. Somebody put a praise. I'm a lossy card out of day. Blessed be the God. You got to fight. Then you lay there long enough. You talk about how tired. Don't have you figured this out? The more you say how tired I am, don't you get tired? Huh? How many times have you been sick? How many times that you know? Or I, I, I put it like this. You really wasn't sick. But you talked yourself into really being sick. Oh, I got a headache. My head's hurting. Like time to go to work. Oh, my head's hurting. Then you, with your headache, you start bringing a little coffee. Why is it when you always get sick, you got to bring a coffee in? And please don't call in. Because whoever answered the phone on the other end, why you make yourself sound so pitiful? You know, you talk slow. Oh, I'm just not doing Isn't that how you do, God? God's telling you to get up. You say, oh, God, I just... I'm not doing right. They've been mistreating me. Get up from there. Get up. You cannot baby yourself when you're saved. Tell you to the neighbor, stop babying yourself. Man, square your shoulders to get up. Woman, woman up. Get up. God is telling you, I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to heal you. I'm going to give you a breakthrough. I'm going to restore you. But you got to do something yourself. Paul praises God for deliverance. He says, thank God to Jesus Christ our Lord. Paul thanks God for providing deliverance through Jesus. So he, he really talks about the believer. He talks about a believer that has confessed their sin. There's some folk saying they are believers, but they never repented. Some folks say that I am a believer, uh-huh, but something is always wrong. And some, praise God, always have that thing that somebody is always picking on you. Paul said, but I give thanks for my deliverance. My brothers and sisters, for you to be delivered, you got to accept deliverance. I, can, can I talk to somebody? For you to be delivered, you got to accept deliverance. Some of you are already delivered and blessed tonight, but you have not re, uh, received your deliverance. You haven't claimed your deliverance. If the Lord said, I'm delivered, whom the Son set free. Oh, my God. I need somebody to talk back to me. Whom the Son set free, you're free. Hallelujah, Jesus. Your problem is God has forgiven you. But you have not forgiven yourself. And the enemy will keep you that into that place and time. What, what does that equal today? Y'all call it being stuck. Tell your neighbor, throw your hand and somebody says, stop being stuck. Stop being stuck. Stop being stuck. God sent a tow truck to pull you out. To pull you out of your mess. 
to pull you out of your stuff. And when the Lord says, uh, you're free, I've blessed you, i brought you out, huh? You have to claim your victory and tell yourself, I know God delivered me. Don't let any devil or demon tell you what you're not, huh? In Christ, I have the hope of glory. Hallelujah. I am saved. I am delivered. I am healed. I am more than a conqueror. Somebody jump up and say, I am. My brothers and sisters, my brothers and sisters. We see this, and Paul talks about a matured Christian. Paul becomes so increasingly sensitive to sin in his life. There is an awareness of sin issues in our lives huh? that he was not previously aware of because he was already in it. You know, they used to, when I was coming up, I used to hear the older saints say something like this. You can see the force because of the trees. And I wonder what did that mean? I just could not figure what that type of language or verbiage meant. But when I got older, the light came on. Say to the neighbor, keep living saved, the lights will come on. Oh my God. The light came on. That means when you're in the forest, you're in there. That's why you can't see the trees. Because you're in it. Huh? When you get out of it and get away from it, you can look back and see the force. What are you trying to say? You don't know how bad you was until you got saved. You don't know how lost you was until you got saved. When the Lord brought you out of that sin and the shame, you really found out that you was not fit to live nor fit to die. But God, who was rich in mercy, gave you and you and you and you and me another chance. How many did God give another chance? Just wave your hand and say, thank God for another. God is not. God is more than just a second chance. Some of us had second, third, fourth, fifth, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, then you start using your toes. 11, 12, y'all don't, y'all hear what I'm saying. But didn't God do it? That means he loves you. Huh? That means you're precious. That means you're something. God is making an investment in us, my brothers and sisters, and we must claim the victory. If we're going to produce in 2024, we must claim the victory. Somebody put a praise on it. Holler and say, I must claim the victory. Paul's life, Paul, as we trace his spiritual growth in the scripture. When Paul wrote 1 Corinthians, amen, and he talked to them, praise God, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and 9, said, I am the least of the apostles. As he moved further down in sanctification, you'll find that when he wrote, Amen. He was in prison and he wrote the letter to the Romans. He said, I am the least of all saints. 
when he wrote the letter in Ephesians chapter 3 and 8. He reflects and gave us how he was aware of the sin. Huh? And he talked about growing in maturity. He declares that in the last days, that the same Jesus, praise God. Paul wrote it to Timothy, 1 Timothy, and said, Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Huh? And he said, I am the chiefest of them all. Yes, Paul writes and encourages us today. My brothers and sisters, there is an inner war between the flesh and the spirit. Yes, there's a fierce war, a war that is raging between uh, the flesh and the spirit since we have been converted. Our war with sin has just begun. In the book of Galatians, Paul gave the command for all believers. He says, I want you to walk by faith. Huh? Walk by faith. And if you walk by faith, you have the power to carry out what God says. If you walk by faith, huh? you have the power, amen, to push down the fleshly desires. Galatians 5 and 16. When he used walk, amen, and he used it as a metaphor. Huh? For, in other words, our daily conduct, the life we live, as we walk through this world, yes, we will have many temptations. Satan is constantly trying to lure us in. Mm? And Paul instructs all of us, all the believers, walk by the Spirit. For the Holy Ghost, amen, gives the saints spiritual power. And the Holy Ghost is a spiritual director. The Holy Ghost is a spiritual compass. The Holy Ghost enables each and every one of us to resist temptation and to keep our eyes on the Lord. The Spirit gives believers, the Holy Ghost gives us the power power needed a man oh God to bring our bodies under subjection my brothers and sisters this is what the fast and consecration does it helps grow the spiritual man and it brings and it it taps down the flesh the thing that the flesh want to do huh Paul was letting us know through the scripture that you don't owe your flesh anything. When you tell somebody, you don't owe your flesh anything. But how much are we invested in our flesh? Huh? How much time do we put in our flesh? How much money do we spend in our flesh? We pamper our flesh. We invest in our flesh. But we're not investing in the things of God that's going to help us to produce. Hmm? And I keep saying, the more you feed that man, the more you feed your natural man, it'll be stronger than your spiritual man. If you feed your spiritual man, it'll be stronger than your physical man. Hallelujah. When you get saved, 
huh? When you get sick of sin. Galatians 5 and 16. We have, amen, even though we're saved, the believers still have the desire of the flesh within us. The flesh simply refers to the fallen nature which we inherited from Adam. It just didn't come overnight. It wasn't shipped to you by UPS. Flying tigers didn't deliver it to you. Hallelujah. FedEx didn't knock on your door and give it to you. But that thing happened in the garden. It came through Adam. And it was bestowed upon mankind, a man of that fallen desire, that, that, that nature to sin. You don't have to teach a baby to cuss. Huh? You don't have to teach anybody to fight. Some things just become natural. Paul wrote in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1. He writes, amen, and says that it is a good thing. It is a good thing, praise God, to be an elder, to desire the ministry. Hallelujah. But one thing that we have, one thing that we need to do, you got to make sure that the Lord is guiding us. Hallelujah, Jesus. It's no more I, but it's a Christ that lives within us. Hallelujah. Paul writes about the flesh and the spirit. They're in opposition to one another. Huh? Yes. One thing, praise God, you can't do both of them. Hallelujah. If you feed the flesh, you are a friend of the world. Huh? And if you're a friend of the world, you're none of God. My brothers and sisters, we are living in this world, but not of the world. So Paul said, lay aside the old self. Hallelujah. He brings it, amen, to us to understand. And sometimes it might seem difficult. So let's take it another stab at it. For that which I do, I allow not. Mm -hmm. Yes, I keep doing something that I don't want to do. For what I would that I do. Huh? I don't do it. The thing that I don't want to do, the thing that I hate, it seems like I keep doing the thing that I hate. Huh? Every time you look around, I say that I'm not going back there no more. I'm not going to let them drag me to that place anymore. But every time that I made up my mind that I won't, a man fall for the same trap of the enemy, it seemed like I'm right back there. Hallelujah. If then I do that which I would not, that means I consent unto the law that it is good. My brothers and sisters, uh, you can't have it your way. Living saved is not Burger King. Hallelujah. Living saved, amen, is not built on your emotions. But I, the I problem, the I problem means, hallelujah, it's me. I'm the one. It's me that's doing it. 
Now then it is no more I that do it, but it's the sin that dwelleth within me. Hallelujah. For I understand now, and I know that in me, that means in my flesh, that dwelleth no good thing. But I keep pampering it. I keep buying clothes for it. I keep buying shoes for it. I keep feeding it the best meal that I can give it. Hallelujah. I've been investing in something that'll take me to hell. Hallelujah. I've been putting and sowing into my flesh. My brothers and sisters, some of us, amen, we really got the serious problem. It's deeper than us. Hallelujah. And if the Lord don't do it, it can't be done. Hallelujah. Every time you have the problem and the situation, you keep saying, I'm trying to get right. I'm trying to do right. But when you tell your neighbor, no born again believer huh, has to try to do anything. Huh? Hallelujah. Huh? When you try to do it, huh? that means huh? your mind is not made up. Huh? Hallelujah. Huh? And how many know huh, that you got to be sick of something? Huh? When you get sick of it, huh? you'll stop it. Huh? You keep doing it. Um, because you're not sick of it. Um, hallelujah. Mm, you've been investing um, in your flesh um, so long. Um, and God is telling you, um, you don't have to go out like that. Um, you don't have to live like that. Um, I got something better for you. Um, hallelujah. Um, don't you understand? Um, you are more than conqueror. Um, hallelujah. It's a good thing. Uh, to realize uh, I can't do it. Uh, somebody said uh, every time I turn uh, I'm doing that old stuff over again. Uh, and every time uh, I want to do right uh, evil uh, is always present. Uh, I want to do right uh, and when I make my mind up uh, here comes uh, them old friends uh, that God delivered me from. Uh, here comes uh, a text message uh, here it comes again uh, and yes uh, they got mad at me uh, for the bible lets us know uh, when I told them uh, I don't want to run with you no more uh, when I told them uh, I want to live for God uh, hallelujah uh, the bible said uh, when a man sees from sin uh, every fool will be meddling uh, can't you see uh, that the enemy uh, wants you to sit uh, on the do not bench. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, but God is saying uh, you're better than that. Uh, God is saying uh, I've equipped you. Uh, you're greater than that. Uh, and I want you uh, not to be a has-been. Uh, I want you to grow uh, in grace uh, and in my knowledge uh, of Jesus Christ. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, will you tell your neighbor uh, it's that I. Uh, yes, son, that I. 
will get you in trouble. Uh, yes, uh, it's that I uh, that's going to mess you up. Uh, but God is saying, uh, I know, uh, Paul let us know, uh, for I, uh, I find a law uh, that in me, uh, for when I would do good, uh, evil is always present with me. Uh, for I delight uh, in the law of God. Uh, Yes, uh, but I see another war. Uh, yes, uh, my brothers and sisters, uh, you got to war uh, with your own self. Uh, yes, you do. Uh, and you got to war uh, against some other folk. Uh, yes, uh, I have a question. Uh, when are you uh, going to woman up? Uh, or when are you uh, going to man up? Uh, God said, uh, I've given you everything uh, that you need uh, to grow. Uh, and when you grow, uh, watch your family grow. Uh, when you grow, uh, watch your money grow. Uh, when you grow, uh, watch your health grow. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, it may be a strange thing uh, for somebody else. Uh, Yes, uh, but God, uh, help me say God, uh, God uh, have left your enemy uh, in your life uh, so to keep you saved. Uh, tell your neighbor, uh, it's not an accident uh, that your enemy said, uh, but God, God left them there uh, so you keep praying. Uh, God left them there uh, so you keep fasting. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, yes. Uh, I got to close this thing. Uh, and Paul finished it uh, in verse 24. Uh, he cried out. Uh, he realized uh, how bad he was. Uh, oh, wretched uh, man that I am. Uh, who? Uh, it is a question. Uh, who? Who? Uh, can deliver me. It was not a question because he knew who had the power. Yes. Do you remember when he was on the road of Damascus? God met him on the road. Jesus said, Saul, Saul, why thou persecutest me? Saul, he thought he knew that he was doing God a favor. Uh, he thought uh, that it was right. Uh, for the Bible said uh, there are ways that seem right uh, unto man, uh, but therein uh, is destruction. Uh, I can't help you uh, because you think uh, that you're doing right. Uh, but God is saying, uh, so as a man thinketh uh, in his heart, uh, so is he. Uh, oh, wretched uh, man that I am uh, who can deliver me uh, from myself uh, don't you know uh, saints of God uh, that you are uh, your worst enemy uh, yes uh, and uh, when you decide uh, I'm going to live uh, the life uh, that I'm singing about uh, I want to do right uh, I want to be right uh, Paul said it um, Jesus um, has the power uh, to deliver us. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I heard, um, I heard 
the Bible said. Now faith is the substance of things so far. I got to believe God. I got to believe that he is and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. I tried him. Has anybody tried him? Try Jesus. I know he's able. What he's able to do. He's able to do exceedingly. Yes. He's able to do abundantly. Yes. Above all that I ask or even think. Yes. You got a problem. Yes. You're in trouble. Yes. There is a war. But God said it. I will. Help me say he will. God will bring us out. Bring us up and take us through. Yes. The eye will be moved. No more eye. Lay your hand on yourself. Say no more I. But it's a Christ. Christ. Oh, Christ. Christ that lives in me. Yes. It's the Christ. Stand to your feet. No more I. It's the Christ. The thing that I don't do is what I end up doing. You've been feeding him too long. The Lord said, I know it. Paul encourages us and let us know you're not the only one. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, you're not the only one. Jesus has never had an innocent client. Oh, my God. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Yes, yes. And the Bible is for saved people. My God today. Listen, you want to know God? Get in his word. Huh? My brothers and sisters, uh, don't think that the enemy has you. You've been giving him more power and the ammunition. Huh? Watch me. I'm, about, I'm getting ready to pray. <clears throat> when you testify, I know we cut our testimony service on Sunday morning because folk wouldn't testify. They were testifying. Mm. They wouldn't tell them the goodness of, 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 of the Lord. Huh? And then they would try to outdo each other. You get them testify how God healed your back. Then somebody else got to get up and say, well, God not only healed my back, uh-huh, but he gave me two brand new knees. Just crazy stuff. Huh? We cut our testimony service. And then we wanted to praise and worship. But every now and then, tell your neighbors, every now and then, every now and then, you got to tell the world where you stand. Somebody got to open their mouth and say, Lord, I, if you saved I am saved. If you're sanctified, I'm sanctified. 
If you've been filled with the Holy Ghost, I am filled with the Holy Ghost. If you speak in tongue, and I do speak in tongue as the Spirit of God gives utterance. I got to testify of the goodness of God. It's the I. Oh, my God. The I had to be moved out of the way. I, I, I got to close this thing. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. What are you trying to say? Something had to happen for Isaiah to see God. In other words, some things had to be moved out of your life. Huh? I, I, I got a, I, I don't know if it's one of them deficit things y'all be talking about. What they call it when you do stuff, you're old, what is it? O, OC, what is it? OCD, OCD means what? Obsessed. Obsessive compulsive disorder. I, 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 I can't live in the house and don't move furniture. I got to move it around. Hmm? I got to do something different. Huh? You got to move, do something. In the springtime, you change your curtains. You know, there's a spring cleaning, there's a summer cleaning, there's a fall cleaning. You got to do something different. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, you got to change something. Mm -mm -mm. See, listen, if you don't change, you keep saying, I got a problem. Now, admit it. But how come you can't understand what God did? I had a problem. Can't you start converting the words now? I have a problem. What's wrong with saying, I had a problem? Whom the Son, I keep trying to tell y'all, sets free. See, something God has did it for you, claim your victory. If the Word says it, hallelujah, you are delivered. You keep claiming that stuff. You know, generational curses. I have generational curses in my family. What's wrong with saying I had generational curses? I wish I could talk to somebody here. Huh? Life and death is in your speaking. It's in the power of what you speak. If you're sick, tell God I'm sick. See, if you tell the Lord when you're sick, tell God I'm sick, he can heal you. But if you're sick and say, I'm not sick, that's not being truthful. I was sick. Did y'all get that one? I am sick. I was sick. Oh, my God. Huh? I believe God. See, the problem is the enemy has us because we give him ammunition. What happens is he uses our testimonies back against us. What God has brought us out of. You keep saying, I can't help it. The reason why you can't help it is because you don't want to help it. Do you want? Listen, Jesus was at the pool of Bethesda. He saw a man. Now, all them folk, the Bible said there was a season of the troubling of the water. An angel was dismissed from heaven and troubled the water. And they which got in first was made whole. 
Jesus looked at one and saw one man and asked a question. He said, will thou be made whole? Huh? And some of you are his sister or brother. When Jesus said that, the man started giving him this long, drawn out, you know, I've been sick all these years, and I had nobody to do this for me. And the Lord Jesus asked him that. He asked him one question. Do you want me made whole? Why is it? The Lord said, I can deliver you and heal you. You keep bringing up the eye stuff. That ain't what Jesus asked him. Will thou be made whole? Huh? This year, my brothers and sisters, for you to produce, you got to, this time, and yes, I know it might be difficult for some, but I need you to grab your collar, grab a piece of your garment. And I want you to just raise yourself up. That means you got to encourage yourself. Uh, come on, somebody. That means you got to pull yourself. Somebody may not be there for you. Pull yourself up because God said you are delivered. Man, you are healed. Woman, you are delivered. Hallelujah, you are blessed. Hallelujah, I am healed. You keep saying, about, I, I think uh, Mother Reed's been a lot of times saying, I got the can't help it. See, all have sin, and stop trying to put sin in categories. There's not a big sin, a little sin. Huh? All unrighteousness. Paul said, listen there, I find a war. I got a fight going on inside of me. Paul had identified what was going on. And when he identified what was going on, he cried out, Oh, wretched man that I am. In the question, who can deliver me? He said, I know who can. Anybody know who can deliver you? Who can deliver you? They'll know the name of the heaven whereby man can be saved. But the name of what? And in the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess. Jesus is Lord. He's Lord over the demons. He's Lord over your problems. He's Lord over the thing that you say you can't have. The devil is alive. If God said it, praise God, it is yours. I believe God. Hallelujah. I believe God. Anybody with me here? I believe God. You got to believe that God is. And he's going to do it. My brothers and sisters, God will do it.